time for another conversation welcome to make it last podcast where it's all about helping us to have better relationships not just with ourselves but with other people and we're going to be talking with a multifaceted woman she's a dentist a creative an entrepreneur and she's an author she wrote a book on relationships it's called the relationship playbook for women seven questions to ask your soulmates i kind of think she is qualified and competent to speak on this particular issue. Welcome, Yvette. Thank you so much, Noreen. So we're talking about romantic relationships the second time around, and I never ever take it for granted that everybody understands what that means. So for you, what is a romantic relationship? So a romantic relationship is one that involves your heart and your soul, and Ultimately, that person would spend a lifetime. You know, some people are in our lives for a season, a reason, or mm -hmm. a lifetime. So we're looking for romantic relationships, good enough and secure enough in our hearts that they would last a lifetime. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So do you think it is easier or harder the second time around? It is definitely harder, I would say, but I am making mm -hmm. the assumption that you are, the person is significantly older. For example, in our <laughs> late teens, 20s, even early 30s, you know, mm -hmm. things are still uh, pretty easy. Uh, I could say for myself in my early 20s, when I was in college, I had so much attention. It wasn't funny. I mean, I didn't even know what to do with it. I, I actually went to college extremely young. Hmm, okay. So it was really like, <laughs> it was just like, I don't, I didn't even know what to do with it. Not so now. <laughs> so as we get older, definitely, um, it gets harder and we have baggage and some of us have been married already and we come along with whatever you consider the baggage of that to be whether you've been married um two years or 20 years so do you, do you you're saying it's harder but is it necessarily harder when it is that because based on your experiences you you would have a better idea then of some of the things to look for for for, for one of a better way so is that necessarily harder or does it make it easier? I don't know that we've all learned. That's kind mm. of why I wrote that book, The Relationship mm. Playbook for Women, so that I can really chronicle on pages something that we should really be mindful of. Mm -hmm. But the first part of hard is just finding like in your 20s, you have, let's just say you have like a swimming pool size of options to, okay. to, to connect with, right? Mm -hmm. And then, then you hit up into your 40s and your 50s. And that swimming pool has shrunk to like a wading pool. Okay. Then let's say you are actually um, a Christian, a conservative Christian, a Seventh-day Adventist, any, any, any particular, you know, other denomination that is pretty particular. And so mm -hmm. you might prefer someone from that religion oh, let's take the waiting pool to mm -hmm. a gallon size, a gallon size pail, maybe. Okay. okay. 
And so you can see from, you know, from your 20s, the base of your 20s, all the way as you go on up, 40s, 50s, it, it just got, it, it tricks, it tricks. And then there are other factors, but let's just say from a, a strictly data and numerical standpoint, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it becomes like that. Wow. Wow. That's not very encouraging. I'm, I'm just saying. No, it's, not, not. it's not encouraging. And do you Reality. think, do you think it is, it, it has anything to do with gender, whether it's easier, harder, or just, it is what it is. I personally have always thought it's easier for the men um, for because we can reverse everything that I just said. They tend not mm. really, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, they, it doesn't really matter. They'll find people that are outside of the religion, inside the religion. Uh, that might really matter. They're supposed to be the, the, the head of their homes, the spiritual heads of their homes. Anyway, mm. I found a lot of women will convert and just follow a faithful man, whatever his faith is. Um, they don't really tend to care, I think, as much as an educated woman might be on finding mm -hmm. somebody who's also educated. Um, mm -hmm. And then they are, you know, there, there's a, a, a percentage of Black men who will say, you know, I just want a Black woman, but there is a large percentage will, that will go either way and mm -hmm. will find other women. So mm -hmm. it's, it's never, it's never, the difficulty does not lie with them at all. Hmm. So we've touched a bit on whether it's easier, harder, and whether it is, you know, it has some gender considerations. With all of that, though, how then can anybody just try to enter that when you are entering second time around that, as they say, second time is the charm? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? How okay. can... With, with, with all of that, whether it's easier, it's harder, whether there are some gender considerations. How then can we ensure that second time is a charm? Okay. Um, I don't know that second time, maybe third time is a charm. <laughs> well, I just modified that slightly because if, of the context. Mm. If you get that opportunity. Okay. Um, I, I, I think we have to be more um, creative oh. and open-minded. Um, for example, several years ago, when people would say, um, you know, they're getting married or they found the love of their lives. If you say, oh, you know, just out of curiosity or whatever, um, well, how did you find that person? And they, they'd whisper like uh, online, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, not even, it's not even a thing anymore. I think that is a lot of people, especially post COVID realizing that you're not even getting into places and spaces where you can meet people have just accepted that, that that's just, either post COVID or that's just a factor of where we are 2022 approaching 2023. So that's, a, that's, that's being more creative. And there are so many um, online sites and, and I could say so much about them because I've been on it off and on many of them for a while. So um, I feel like I can snoop out so easily the fake ones from those that are not fake, but that's, that's one thing. Um, I, I think if we place ourselves in, in, in like we have to get out, mm -hmm. we have to get out. You cannot just go to work and come home um, and even go to work, come home, go to Walmart, Target, church, and that's it. And expect to just bump into someone in any of those places, right? Mm -hmm. So I went a few weeks ago 
to listen to a musical discussion about a Black com composer in my area of whom I had never heard of. She is from, I believe, the early 1900s, Florence Price, right? And I just went because I had nothing to, else to do on a Sunday. And um, I, I said, you know, she's an African-American woman. Let me, let me hear some more about her. So I put myself out there, Noreen. Mm, mm, mm. Did I meet somebody? Absolutely not. But there was, because I sit towards the front anywhere I go and I ask questions. If you say, hey, any questions at the end? Oh yeah, for sure. I have a question or a comment, or maybe if you just did a good job, I'm going to compliment you. The lady behind me was listening to me speak and she was the conductor of the symphony, right? And must've been halfway impressed with how I sounded and how I presented myself. Next thing I know, I'm being invited to join the board of directors from the symphony for a girls only supper that evening, okay? I did have a Zoom call to get on, which I quickly just told them, guys, I'll be a little bit late here. <laughs> and I went there. Um, they wanted me now to come and, and hear the presentation based off of the discussion that night. They wanted me to come the, fo the following week, right? So I went and for the, and, and I, I, Noreen, I felt like VIP. Here I am with my daughter sitting and listening. Somebody from that dinner says, oh, hi, Yvette. You know, so nice seeing you. I'm so glad you could come. She, the conductor, when the, when she was finished, she comes down to me, right? And, and is chatting up with me. She introduces me to another doctor who is high up in my little small town and so on and so forth. And I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Good networking opportunity. Absolutely. Now I enjoyed it for the intellectual stimulation I got, but it just made the wheels in my head turn that, you know, if you're looking for one, that kind of stimulation mm -hmm. just to support the arts, but if you're trying to find somebody else who might also appreciate that kind, yeah. then this is where you go. This is where you, this is where you hang out. You hang out where you might find people who enjoy the things that you enjoy, whatever that is. So, of course, I always have to cater to the skeptics because somebody will listen and somebody will watch this and they will say it's easy for you to say because you're probably at the stage financially where you can find things to do that can cater. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to say, you know, I have so much going on. I don't even know sometimes if you can't, I can afford to even take care of myself, much as to think of going out. Uh -huh. What is going to be your response to that? You know, there are a lot of things that we can do. For example, that discussion was free. So if you go on Meetup or you go on Eventbrite, I am about to go to another discussion about music as medicine. That's also free. So before we, and, you know, I could pay for the concert that I went to, but it just so happened that because I was there, because they liked me, because I was networking, they gave me a free ticket to attend, two free tickets to attend the concert. So, you know, we keep ourselves open. Mm. I also went hiking with a, a couple girlfriends. Um, so you just can't stay in your home. You just can't stay in your home. Nothing's going to happen inside your home. Nothing's going to happen inside your comfort zone. Sometimes I tell my single friends, you've been at that church forever and a day. 
start mm -hmm. visiting around, start mm -hmm. visiting. Don't lock yourself in with so many duties and responsibilities that you can't visit around, right? And that's, yeah. that's free. Church yeah. is free. True, church church is free. There, there are a lot of people who will also think, you know, I've been hurt so badly. I, I think at this point, I just want to just maybe just focus on just whether I have a family, you know, I just want to just focus on just being being comfortable with where I am now and and, and probably I'm still healing. Yes. You know. What is your response to that? And we're going to get that response right after we take a break and get a word from our partners. I love you, mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I want to do now. I recently have been coached by the great Miss Noreen Daly. I own a video company. I'm also an online influencer. So I do a lot of speaking virtually and in person. She was able to point out some of my weaknesses that I didn't yet notice. And I 100% recommend Miss Noreen Daly as your coach. Noreen Daly, redefining the way you communicate. Lango Language Institute was created to meet your language and communication needs. All of our packages were created just for you. We are passionate about language and dedicated to your success. We offer the CSEC English program, the Study Body program, the Get Ahead with English program, and the Business Communication program. Contact us at 767 285-0938 or email us at langdolanguage at g Langdo Language Institute was created to meet your language and communication needs. All of our packages were created just for you. We are passionate about language and dedicated to your success. We offer the CSEC English program, the Study Body program, the Get Ahead with English program, and the Business Communication program. Contact us at 767-285-0938 or email us at langdolanguage at gmail.com. Because the real question is, how can we help you? Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I want to do now is making it last. So just before we went on a break, I was basically asking Yvette, for those who basically will be saying, you know, I've been burnt badly. I don't know if I really want to go through this again. What's your response to that? You're not ready. That's fine. Just not ready. Hmm. Um, continue healing or if you're okay and you're, you don't want to take the chance. Cause you know, when you get to know a person, there's always the chance of wonderful success as well as tremendous failure. And that's life. 
really. That's life if you're taking a job. That's life if you're going visiting. You visit mm. a country, it's like, ah, oh, I thought Rome was going to be all that. It's not. Or Tobago. I'm sorry. I don't mean to step on anybody's toe. But, <laughs> you mm. know, you tried new food. It's like, ah, oh, I thought that was going to be good. But I don't like injera bread after all. You know, I prefer like a cocoa bread or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. that, of course, mm-hmm. that that's really, really small in comparison mm-hmm. to really giving yourself and making yourself emotionally vulnerable and naked as you try to get to know a person, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's on a much larger scale, but you have to know within your heart. And this is where sometimes I, I believe that sometimes women are a little bit more resilient because mm-hmm. I find in my experience, we're ready, you know, okay. So it didn't work. You know, we still have to take care of the kids. We still have to live. We still want a man, you know, and sometimes I feel, and maybe men could correct me, I could very well be wrong, but sometimes I feel if a man has really loved hard, mm-hmm. they will, they will give of themselves, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> They'll give of themselves, <laughs> but not really maybe their heart. Mm-hmm. They might have mm-hmm. been there, done that, or they might be just circulating and floating around and floating around, and they're never just going to land because of that that hurt. I could, yeah. I'm not a man, but it's just, you know, living years on life and what I see and what I hear. Mm-hmm. How do you know when you're ready though, to really say, Hey, I'm ready to do this again. That's a really good question, Noreen, because, and which really takes an individual introspective, subjective answer and response, mm-hmm. because I feel if you still have a lot of hurt, a lot of anger, a lot of um, unresolved issues with your past. And that past could be way back past. I'm talking about, like in my book, I say, really get to know a person uh, on a relationship level from their DNA level, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. as we get older and we travel and we move, you know, we remove the, the, the chance of like our parents growing up in the same city, village, town where I know everything about him. He knows everything. I know his family, da, 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 da. We're not going to have that. We, we have such mobility mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the world right now. So then you have to ask questions, not in an interrogative way, but you really have to ask questions and what you're really asking for in addition to just raw facts, it's just, are you ready? You know, I know she cheated on you, right? I know he maybe cheated on you or, you know, either way, or maybe you were hit or abused. Like, you know, have you processed and healed from that? So you're ready to not take brokenness, but hold mm. into a relationship. So I think it's 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 work that we should do on ourselves so that it's fair to the other person what we're giving them. Hmm. And I think we should be wise to really listen carefully as we ask some of these questions of the person that we um have interest in. For example, a guy I was speaking to briefly he told me when he told me his life story and I wasn't even really, you know, probing, 
you know, but just being a good listener and being empathetic, he just poured out and shared. And mm-hmm. I was like, my goodness, you got abuse in your family, <laughs> you know, physical abuse primarily. So then I want to know how he feels towards that father. The father is alive. The father mm-hmm. is around. I want to know if there's still anger when he shares his story. When he retells his story, what am I hearing? What am I feeling? That gives me my cues as to whether or not I feel that he's really healed or if he, or if that man came by, he just want to smack him. You know, I also want to know how do you resolve anger now? <laughs> you know, cause if, if we joined and came into a household and you really got upset about something, yeah, you grew yeah. up in violence, very different from my family. You know, there wasn't any of that at all, not only in my immediate family, but for the most part in my extended branches on both sides. So I don't have that, but he has that for 14, 15, 16, 18 years. He's seen that, right? So I'm, I'm really, really curious to know, how do you resolve conflict now? And how do you feel about your father? How do you feel about mm-hmm. your father? And these give me cues as to, you know, because we're walking around. It's not like you can see a hole in our heart. Yeah. Right. It's not like we have a limb gone or something like that based on what we've gone through. Not at all. We we're the, but we can be the walking wounded. Somebody else might've coined that, but you know, that just flew out of my head. I don't know. Walking what? The walking wounded. There might be the walking wounded walking around and we just, we look normal, you know, like functioning alcoholics. Yeah. Like, Mm. you know, Mm. functioning adults, but emotionally so broken. It's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. As, as, as we're wrapping up though, what would you say to somebody who, you know, is maybe borderline and thinking, ah, yes, ah, no, but you know, you want to say to them, Romantic relationships the second time around is something to consider. What would you say to that person, whether male or female? Right, right. Well, you are talking to the person. I love love and I am such a matchmaker, right? And I haven't, I haven't gotten that for myself, but I am still optimistic. I still have a lot of hope. I still have a lot of love to give myself. So I would say keep hope alive. I, but while you are waiting for that night in shining or blackened armor or whatever, <laughs> you know, keep working on you, keep working on you. There's so much that we can be doing with ourselves, um, working, advancing ourselves professionally, personally, working on our health, making sure we're really, really uh, fit and strong for the journey. Um, lean in to your guy friends guy do stuff with your guy friends just hang out just just have like really healthy these are healthy relationships because that romantic relationship is only i don't know one-tenth of all the relationships you can everything else is non-romantic so as we learn to love in just a pure way for our girlfriends for the older Uh, men or women in our, um, in our environments, in our churches. I just, I was teaching class last week at church and I invited an older man to come and join me. And he's 89 years old. 
and he's single, he's by himself. And I know that he's as sharp as a tack and very interested, interested in spiritual things. And I said, Hey, you want, you want to come to my church? I'm, I'm actually teaching. And he's like, yeah, sure. And then we sat together afterwards and I want to be the person to cultivate and be intentional. He's a, he's a German guy too. So I want to be intentional about moving outside of my comfort zone nice. and embracing other people's of the world, other cultures, other ages, um, young and old and, and everybody in between. Now, when you do that for the person who's on the fence, uh, 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 you find out, you know, and especially if you're attuned with God, God is love and he pour, he wants to pour love into each of us to just fill up all those empty spaces and holes that we hold, you know, and we should just be like a sponge to just soak it up, Noreen. Mm -hmm. And then we can just wring that out as we go through life on people. Just, yes. hey, yes. want a bit yeah. of love? I got some, a little yes. bit of love, you know? And then you keep yourself so nice and soft, so nice and soft and sweet and open. And maybe, maybe somebody might see that and like that. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Mm. Thanks so much for sharing, Yvette. You're welcome. This was Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. I'm Noreen Daly. Until next time. I loving you, mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't leave.